the uh, Creative Plazon audience. Today I'm here with a very special guest, actress, musician, dancer, and entrepreneur, Wendy McKenna, who stars in the movie A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, directed by Marielle Heller, narrating the life of the beloved television icon, Fred Rogers. Mm -hmm. So of course, you're all familiar with Wendy McKenna for her lovely interpretation of uh, Sister Mary Robert in Sister Act 1 and 2, mm -hmm. but it was just the beginning of an incredible career, an incredible journey as an artist, was cast in a show that won a Tony Award, and then she played on Broadway on many different platforms in many different roles, and also she stars on TV, but she is also a classically trained Juilliard harpist, and you have performed at Carnegie Hall, yes. and also I know that you are into R&B music, you yes. play guitar, right? You uh, just started a very interesting startup, mm -hmm. which I want to know all about it like, sure. as we progress during this interview. So my first question would be related to uh, the movie, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. You are there with uh, acting alongside with such a master of acting, who is Tom Hanks. So, can you let me know a little bit of your experience uh, acting with him and also of your experience in being a movie directed by such an exquisite female uh, new director who is uh, Maria Heller? I'm so glad you just said exquisite, amazing <laughs> female director Maria yeah. Heller because I, 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 I can't say enough about working with her and I can't say enough about the films I've watched that you know that she's made um, before this movie. Uh, she was an actress and a writer, which I didn't know before she became mm -hmm. a director, mm -hmm. which makes her better qualified than I'd say most directors. Right, right. That that um, that we get to work with. Um, that was a, a stunning experience, um, and I and I and I think she deserves an Oscar. But. Um, what was the question? Well, the question was about you know your acting alongside mm -hmm. Tom Hanks, and also uh, how did you feel working with right. with Marielle? Uh, well, one of the interviews asked me before, um, mm -hmm. what, what was your greatest accomplishment in in this movie? Which not fainting when I walked into a room. <laughs> the, my first day on set was, oh God, it was I was petrified. Um, Marielle Heller, Tom wasn't there that day, but. Um, Marielle Heller, Chris Cooper, Matthew Mary, Reeves, Mary, Susan Kalechi Watson, um, and I walked into this room. It was the family scene where um, he, his dad ends up in his loft, right? He walks right, in right, after right. a hard day, and there's mm -hmm. his dad and mm -hmm. this woman who he hates because it's his dad and his dad's new wife. And I just remember thinking, this must be how Dorothy, the character, feels the way I'm feeling, and I was like, okay, Wendy, just kind of quickly Velcro those two things together, otherwise you're going to faint. So right, I, so you stepped into the role. I stepped, I thought, I yeah. have to use this. Um, but the first few takes it were just terrible, because I was just like, humming, 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 humming. <laughs> oh my God, I was starstruck. A little nervous. I was really nervous, then I went, oh, Dorothy has to be nervous, so let it go. Right, and right, then, right. So you used that for your performance, yeah, actually, yeah, that able, uh, yes. emotion. Right. Okay, wonderful. So uh, what about like uh, the, uh, the figure of Fred Rogers? Were you familiar uh, with him uh, before mm -hmm. doing the movie? And like uh, in your younger years, were you, uh, you know, would you watch the show? Was that important for you? Was that uh, like? Right. I was of course familiar with uh, Mr. Rogers growing mm -hmm. up in you know, America and all that stuff, but I didn't watch him as a kid. But when my daughter was little, I wanted her to watch things that weren't fast cutting. Right? Mm -hmm. So 
Um, my poor kid had to watch Teletubbies while all her friends were watching right. much more like racy stuff. So she got to watch Mr. Robert Rogers and she got to watch Teletubbies. And um, I started getting kind of sucked in. I would be like doing chores or folding laundry or in the kitchen and I would hear the show and I'd go, oh yeah, Mr. Background. Rogers, yeah, right. there he is. He's kind of a character. And then I'd find myself floating toward you know, the family room going, oh, look what he's doing. Look what right. he's doing. And I realized he was actually, I was very into Eckhart Tolle at the time, and still am, and mindfulness, and um, and I went, he's really teach. he's really present right. for those right. kids, yeah. in a way that other entertain. you know, they usually go, da 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 Right, trying right. it was a to, subtle. Yes, animal. he just was there for the, he was holding a presence and a, yeah. for the kids. It was about yeah. the kids. It wasn't about entertaining the kids. Right, right. It was right. about the kids. Right. And that's when I went, wow. That's pretty cool. Little did I know that cut to 20 years later, I might be in a film about him. But so there was something probably yeah. predestined for maybe. you to, maybe. 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 Yeah. So thinking back also, yeah, you know, I, yeah, Sister Act and Your Role, and those mm -hmm. kind of movies where uh, there are feel-good movies. There are movies that talk about, you know, our dearest emotions and feelings. And I feel, I perceive that the movie industry today like it's going into a direction that is kind of like the opposite well mm -hmm. everything is about you know violence and crime and horror and these big blockbusters also like superhero movies but they're so mm -hmm. dark some of them they're very dark and violent yeah. so um i'm happy and i was uh, relieved when i went uh, you know watch to watch a movie mm -hmm. because i felt like well now i can maybe rest my thoughts for a little bit and just like be drawn into a, a, a wonderland um, you know, it's a true story. This, and that's interesting because the character, the protagonist, mm. he has to deal with his own, uh, you know, anger and, um, you know, uh, desperation. But then through the experience uh, of knowing Mr. Rogers, he, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like there's a cathartic moment for him. Right. So how would you, how do you feel about the movie industry today and the movies that you gravitate towards as an actress, but also as a viewer, as, as the audience? Well. My friends say I'm a little bit of a wimp. Um, <laughs> I, I, I try, I think about, you know, we have noise pollution, you have air pollution, but there's mind pollution. Right, mind pollution. And it feels to me like, um, I, I, I feel a little bit like a canary in a coal mine sometimes. Um, you could say, you could have sent me, if there's gonna be anything dark in it, I'm not gonna wanna deal with it. I feel like I wilt a little bit. Um, and, and I, I feel like our souls are wilting a little bit every time we, we another, we watch another, oh God, another night of CNN, another mm -hmm. night of Fox, whatever people watch, it's 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 that twenty four hour news cycle, and we're we're taking that and we're putting it into, like how dark can we get? Let's see how dark we can get, how sexual we can get. Right. It feels like a just everyone's competing with everyone else to try to be just, you know. Let's go as extreme as possible. As extreme as possible, and I, I for one, I, I'm, I'm just not good with it. Right? I'm not judging it. I know for me, it makes me feel like I'm polluting my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, what's the other part of your question? Um, what's well, like if you feel like that it's important to you know as as a viewer, but yeah. also as an actress to mm -hmm. to play these roles in these movies like A Beautiful Day mm -hmm. in the Neighborhood, and I was linking it to Sister Act which yes. is such a feel-good movie and, you know, uh, pure comedy entertainment, which is not a bad yes. thing. 
because no. it seems to be well, all, all of a sudden a bad thing and yeah. a, a, a lower quality. It is. Um, there is right. such a thing as vibration. Yeah. Look, I believe science shows that there mm -hmm. is a law of attraction, just like gra right. um, gravity. There is a law of attraction, right? If you take, um, I'm going to talk about quantum physics for a second. If you take, Please. Um, there was a, an experiment, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a, a well-known experiment they did with, with physicists where they had, and I'm going to be sound really stupid here, the tiniest little particle you can get, whatever that is. Um, and you put that on, uh, on in an electron microscope, and you take, uh, the physicists would take turns looking through the same microscope, right? And they were videotaping the particle, Again, mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. know what it's called, the tiniest particle. I think particle is good. Right? It's good for my knowledge. Okay. So <laughs> videotaping the particles to see how the particles changed depending on who was viewing them. Right, right. right. And the particles changed drastically. At one point, one viewer, actually, the particles actually disappeared. Right. They disappeared. So they have emotions. They have a field. I would call it a, right, a field of energy. Mm -hmm. They were reacting. Mm -hmm to the field of energy of the person that was observing them. Right. Some of them were very, like, one person would look and they would start to dance, right? Another person would look and they would slow down. Another person would observe and they would disappear. Like, what the hell is that about, okay? Right. So, if, if you take that and you apply it to um, what we're watching and uh, what we're getting in our own worlds, what we're attracted to, what we're attracted to, what we focus on is going to come back to us. If we focus on negativity, it's going to somehow come back mm -hmm. to us, mm -hmm. right? Because the universe mirrors. Exactly. Right? I do believe that. It's an, and, and physics is now showing, yes, it is a, what, we, what we think is what we get. Right. So, look, I, have the, I, don't, I don't have the luxury of getting to pick and choose my, my, um, what I do. Right? Tom Hanks has the luxury of going, I'll take this, I'll take this, I'll take that. Yeah. I, I'll never have that in my career. However, I, I have had the good fortune to have been in some really lovely Airbud, Sister Act, right. you know, the Tom Hanks film, some really lovely things. And maybe that's because um, I would consider myself more of a comedy actress than a drama actress, but um, I gravitate to that and I think I'm better at playing comedy, so maybe I get sort of more lighthearted roles right. naturally. But um, I think it is, it's time that we just sit back. Yeah. And relax. As a group and of humans. Of and humans. Just go, of humans, humans. And just yes, go, yes. come on now, really? Right. Really? Yeah. Don't yeah. we? Isn't it nice? Doesn't it feel better to laugh? It does. We also know that, that if you if you laugh and if you smile, it changes your brain chemistry. Right, right. So, come on, let's just look at science. Wonderful. And it's also true, you know, with, with comedians, mm -hmm. that it's not all about just being, being comical. Because you know the mask that you create as as a comedian, mm -hmm. sometimes it hide like it's it's a it's a job of hiding, you know your emotions and your fears and maybe also the anger, and it's something that Mr. Rogers uh, did, uh -huh. like an actor, because he was like, okay, if I feel that those human emotions, which are sometimes are bad emotions, messy. I will use you know some tools to just release them. Like he was saying like about pounding. pounding. That's my favorite yeah, scene in yeah. the movie. And he ends with that. I was so glad. That she had the idea to narrate it and in circles and then go back to mm -hmm. that. I was waiting for it and mm -hmm. I was happy that she did it because of course she's a great storyteller. And she has yeah. such a light touch too. So there's that. Uh, so many people remember that scene and yet there's no words. Exactly. She does it with yeah. the camera, 
right? How she moves the camera in on that scene and then moves it out. And when exactly he starts to pound on those keys and how long. It's such a light touch. She doesn't yeah. she doesn't do it too long. He just does it and then he goes back right. to playing the whole keys. And you know exactly what that means. You know exactly what it means because yeah. she's laid it in exactly in the right way. That's the genius of Mariel Howard. So what are you taking away from the experience of uh, this movie? You know what, all I'm taking away is really honestly one thing, which is I, I'm so, look, I don't have a pivotal role, I don't have a big role, um, but um, Dorothy, I think, sees in, what's the line that Tom Hanks has? Um, I think he, somebody says, or he says, somebody says, he saw in me what I didn't see in myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Dorothy saw saw or sees in Jerry what he didn't see in himself. Jerry's probably, I would imagine, down on himself. He'd lost his son. Right. Son wasn't talking to him. He was an alcoholic. He was messing up right, left, and center. Right. Right. right as right. we do as humans, we're messy. Right. Right. And I think Dorothy saw in him. He says in the movie, um, "She saved my life." Um, she saw in him what he didn't see in himself. Mr. Rogers saw in, in Lloyd what he didn't see in himself. Um, and what I take away from this film is that I had, before I got this film, I'd had what, what my agent calls a long, dark winter. Um, uh, there were some personal things that were troubling mm -hmm. um, in my family that I had to deal with. So I took a step back for a while. Literally for like two or three years, I took a step back. My mom passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. Um, and I and then I decided to build a popsicle company. That was fun, but I kind of put my career on side for that too because I want I want to know what that's like. So when I came back, I was a different age. Um, I was living in a different city, and I was exhausted. I felt like I just literally was war torn. Um, and God bless Evie Kaufman, who's a casting person who likes my work. She brought me in for a part that I don't think I'd normally have been right for. Um, so all I feel is. Gratitude, 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 and awe. Uh, there's nothing else I can say because I don't, I don't have the right to appropriate any part of this movie at all as being mine or being due to me. All I can do is go, wow. Again, I'll bring it back to the beginning of our right. of our interview, which is I'm in a room with Tom Hanks, Susan. I mean, that's all I keep thinking. Right. Just gratitude. It's very humble of you to say thank you so very much for your honesty. Oh, thank you for asking the great question. <laughs> and um, if we have, do we have a little bit more of time? Okay. Uh, I wanted like just to, if you can share with our audience just a memory of your time uh, in, in Sister Act and how that was yeah. for you. Because, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like what accomplishment to be in a movie that will be forever in the history of entertainment, right? Because, mm -hmm. and that, like, when I was a kid, there was my feel-good movie, like, for Christmas, for the holidays, and it still stands to the taste of time, right. I think, right? It's so, considered... How, how was it for you? Yeah. I think, I think I'm correct in saying it's considered one of the most, like, an iconic film, Yes, it right? is. It is. It, it is an iconic film. It's an iconic yeah. film. And when we internationally. were making it... Internationally, absolutely. Yeah. And again, that speaks to how good you feel when you watch the film. Exactly. And it also... Um, what was I going to say? Um, it also speaks to... That it, it speaks to five-year-olds and it speaks to nine-year-olds, you know? Yeah. It yeah. speaks to just like Mr. Rogers. Exactly, right? exactly. So, but... 
when I was doing, when we were doing the movie, you don't know when you're doing the movie how right. it's going to be. Um, but all we knew is, well, it's got Whoopi Goldberg. How back? I mean, she's a genius. Um, but <laughs> it's a movie about singing nuns, and it's Disney. Like, is this going to be like, are we going to be like, is it, are we going to be made fun of in a way? Right. We w- didn't would, know. Would that be disrespectful, maybe? That would, mm-hmm. But it wasn't. For but it, well, no. But we thought, you know, again, we thought it's going to be a kids' movie, really, and kids will like it. We had no idea until we saw a screening, and I remember holding Kathy and Jimmy's hand. We were scared, you know, the lights, you know, went down and the thing, and we just, we were crying, and we were, had chills, and we looked at each other and said, this is going to be great. This is not great. You're going to be crazy, right? Um, but the takeaway, what I learned from the movie was, first of all, it was super fun. It was, <laughs> good. It was imagine really what we had. Right. We, were, we were mischievous on set. You know, we put a bunch of actresses in, theater actresses in habits. Right, right. <laughs> and you know, it's like, right, right. oh my gosh, we had a lot of fun. But Whoopi, it was Whoopi. It's all, it all comes from the hay, right? Whoopi is, has a generosity of spirit. I watched her. I thought, well, if I don't learn something from her, right? So I watched how she was on set. I watched how she protected she was of all of us. Didn't mm-hmm. matter mm-hmm. who we were. Um, didn't matter if it was the nun in the back row that you know got to sing one note. Right. It was there every day. Everybody was important. Everybody was important. Right. Across the board. And I went, okay, that's how I would want to be if I was her. Right. That's pretty darn cool. Because it was very uh, early in your, in your career. Oh, right? it was the first. It was the first. Probably I think one I had done Eight Men Out with John Sales. I think I'd done, uh, yeah, I think I'd done that first. But yeah, no, this was my first thing. Big. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and so, and I was the theater rat. I was a theater actress, and so I was worried about: Am I going to be too big? And I was worried about: Am I going to be able to lip sync? And then there were certain things that I was singing on my own as well. Right. Um, I actually ended up auditioning for the part of my own voice, which nobody knows. You're the first person. Oh, okay. Because okay. when I got the yeah, job, yeah. they wished I could sing, but I didn't. But they still wanted me. They gave me the job. They were busy looking for another for someone to sing my voice. Right. Right. Yeah. And because I read that, that right, yeah, and was, then I was feeling so comfortable in the room during rehearsals that Mark Shaman, um, Mark Shaman's assistant, um, our p- partner, came into the room and he went, "Hold on, stop singing, everybody!" And he looked at me and he said, "Wendy, why didn't you do that at the audition?" And I said, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Why didn't you sing like that? If you had sung like that, we would have had three months to get you. We could have got you in shape. You could have you sung your own voice." And I went, really? And he said, as a matter of fact, they got me to a limo, they took me into Hollywood, they went into a sound studio, they said, what do you need right here, right now, to sing the way you just sang in that room? And I went, really, was it that good? They went, it was that good, what do you need? And I said, get me a bottle of red wine, get me a bottle of red wine, and <laughs> put a bottle, and I don't want right. anyone to look at me while right. I'm singing. They gave me the cans, and they you, gave and me, you, and, you go, and you went. And I went, yeah. and they, <laughs> they turned around, literally, because I had them turn their backs. They turned around, <laughs> I can't. They went like this, like that. And I went, what are you talking to her? Why didn't you do that? I said, right, I was too right, nervous right. now that I have the job. A colorful gesture. Yes, yeah, it was like, yeah, colorful <laughs> gesture. And they said, now that I have the job, I'm having fun. Right. Right? But and it's, went, yeah. Oh. So that's when they decided to mix me. That's when they decided that day, we're going to have to, you, you're going to sing live. We're going to still have to find someone because your high notes are still a little tight. Mm-hmm, but they, mm-hmm. you could have done it. Right. And I said, I'm sorry, guys, I didn't, uh-huh, I don't know. I don't know. 
but that's incredible because that's such a good like uh, a specific background for the role that you're playing because right? she's a, she's, she's shy, shy and then she exactly. you know comes, it. comes alive with her talent mm -hmm. that she didn't know that she had yeah yeah so yeah so and the amazing Andrea Robinson ended up singing Sister Mary Robert but there were I, it's hard to tell because there was overlaps. There was right. a lot of times it was all right, her. Right. All that that hard stuff was all her. Um, but yeah, I got to. I got to. It was my dream was to wow. sing. My dream as a kid was to sing with a girl group. So there you go. Well, thank you for sharing this. You. you know, I think that all those drag fans out there will be very happy to hear this. I think you're the first you know? <laughs> person I've ever told that story. Thank to. you so very much. Yeah. Um, I have just uh, two last questions. One is about like because. Um, We've been talking about your movie career, but as I said at the beginning, you're you're a dancer, you're a musician. So how does it change for you as an artist when you step into different mediums, mm -hmm. and uh, how are you? You know, what do you put into into those, and what are your you know, and I will link mm -hmm. in uh, with with what are your future projects in the movie industry, mm -hmm. theater, or music. Um, if I understand your question correctly. Well, how does being harvest a ballerina? How you how you changing your approach to different? Uh, yeah, that's interesting. Form of arts. Mm. Um, I don't believe that I change anything. I could be completely wrong about myself, <laughs> but my 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 first intuition, and because I've never been asked that question, and it's such a good question. I really think that there is a common thread. Mm -hmm in everything, especially in any creative endeavor, right? Where there's love and a desire to, to do something um, or to take something in, a character, mm -hmm. someone else's words. You're an inter, let me put it this way. I'm an interpreter. When, you, when I play the harp, I'm interpreting Marcel Grandjean's music. Mm -hmm. When I'm acting, I'm interpreting someone else's words. Even as an entrepreneur creating a recipe, right? All right, nothing is there's nothing original anymore in the world. We've been on this planet way too long for anything to be original. Everything is derivative. We're on we're you know on the backs on the backs on the backs of other people that came before us. I'm just taking what's a really cool smoothie, which is really healthy, and that's not my idea, right? Right. right. I'm taking a really cool smoothie. And I'm going. I have an idea. I'm going to put this in a popsicle mold, right? right? And which I'm going to make startup, it your new. Yeah, yeah. fruit and vegetables in a popsicle. Mm -hmm. How great! Like, and then kids can actually have a popsicle breakfast, mm -hmm. right? But it, they don't know what it is, and there's no sugar in it, and it's fruits and vegetables with probiotics. So, uh, to me, to me, there, it's it's sort of all the same thing. There's a creative engine somewhere, and I I was telling the interviewer before you um, there, uh, um, I used my acting skills in a huge way to get my popsicles onto those shelves right, because of course. everybody kept saying you can't do this there's no way you can right. first of all who's going to buy fruit and vegetable popsicle secondly technically it's not going to sweet potatoes aren't going to go through the lines in a in a manufacturer of it's too thick third of all there's no room in a freezer case because there's just no you know everybody wants ice cream it's easy to make it taste good right. you're not going to be able to get right there's no real estate in that freezer case. And so I was like, okay, you tell me I can't do right. something. That's number one. I'm like, yeah, I can do it. Right. Um, so I used a lot of my acting skills for that. Right, because you, you need to be convincing. You need to be convincing. You need to, people on the other end of the line have never met you. I know how to pitch my voice up to sound a little younger, which makes certain people want <laughs> That's very smart. to help you yeah, yeah, yeah. more. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and so I could it's do like that. It's like marketing strategy. It's total marketing yeah, strategy. Yeah, yeah. Being an actor, you know, I think everybody should take acting classes. It's a help. Yeah, yeah. I think it's helping. Yeah. It's very helping. Yeah. It and being a harp, it. being a harpist helps with acting. Being a dancer helps right. with acting. Right. So it's all I'm interrelated. Everything's interrelated. Mm -hmm. Everything. Mm -hmm. So what's what's next for you? Where we can see you? Well, in the next months. Um, well, I just did a movie. I just wrapped a wonderful movie called Spiked, mm -hmm. um, about. Uh, a group of Mexican miners in Arizona who are oh. being, it's a true story, um, who are being racially profiled and one was killed actually by um, a state trooper. Actually killed one mm. right in the middle of the road in front of the other miners. It was a big news story in, two th I think it was 2005, um, and Juan Martinez uh, got, who's the director, got a hold of the story and thought it was terrific um, and made a movie about it. Aiden Quinn is in it. Mm -hmm. He plays a journalist, um, a newspaper owner, and I play his. I'm not going to say crazy. I play his um, challenging wife. Okay. okay. A very, very different role from um, the, the any, last of the, one. any of any any of these. Okay. Right. Okay. She's really she's bipolar, okay. hypersexual, okay. Um, and an alcoholic. Oh, okay. Okay. Yay! Yes. <laughs> I had a great time. You're right. Very right. Yeah. Great. Okay. Yeah. So thank you so very much for uh, for the interview, for the opportunity. You're wonderful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so very much. Okay. I'm gonna and, write. And good luck with everything. You know, your upcoming projects. Thank I will be um, your new fan. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. So. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Hey, so I love these interviews so much more than on camera interviews. And, and yeah. <laughs> this day was really great. And you're the just the cream. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Terrific.